Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Mind is the Matter podcast, where we will be expanding our minds to its fullest potential, bringing it to its peace, and healing and loving ourselves along our journey. I am your host, Alyssa, so let's get started. What's up, you guys? I am so excited. For this topic I'm about to be talking about because holy shit, it just opened up my eyes so much. And it's actually crazy that during this realization, during this process of me just really observing my own situation, like my in my personal life, and just like all feelings, like everything I ever felt just dropped, gone. All because of this topic we're about to talk about. Like at And today's topic is going to be the truth behind a narcissist. And oh my gosh, like it's actually insane to me how, like like, imagine if narcissists were actually truthful. Imagine if if the person that you've dealt with, a a narcissist that you've dealt with, or a person that you just didn't even know that was a narcissist and why you just have this bond, why you feel so tied to this person. You can't figure out why. Like this person was nothing but shit towards you and you still can't figure out why you're still like attached to them, why you can't get them off your mind. And oh my gosh, what, what, what a relief. So let's just get into it. So obviously we all know how much destruction a narcissist can cause, right? But like, if they were open and honest, would they still be able to wreak havoc? Because odds are, if narcissists were honest, it would be almost impossible for them to lead as much destruction as they do now. So I have about 15 truths behind narcissists. So let's get into them. So number one, narcissists mask the oh, the narcissist mask of false charisma. So Narcissists often exude a false charm and charisma to disguise their deep insecurity. So they are masters of manipulation and can be incredibly persuasive with their lies and exaggeration. So they may seem overly confident, a confident, confident and self-assured, but in reality, this is just a mask. This is all a facade to hide their sense of just being pretty much not being themselves they're being fake they're pretending because they want to have some type of sense of trustworthiness so that way you will confide in them you'll tell them your truth you'll tell them your story and the more little do you know that the more that you're telling this person your story you're actually inviting them in to for them to know what they can get away with like the shit that you've told this person of all the things that's happened to you, what you've allowed, what what you've okayed, what you've tolerated, they're pretty much just writing mental notes down of, okay, I can get away with this person. This, this person lacks boundaries. They have low self-esteem. They have history of trauma. I This is my perfect match to manipulate. So what is this person going to do, right, when, when you see this false charisma? They're going to come into your life so confidently, so bold, And of course, they're going to shower you with affection. They're going to shower you with attention and just make you feel wanted. Give you all this, all this quick love bomby type of love that's going to make you fall in love with them. Like immediately, like the facade that they put up in the first, first half, well, that's what gets you. That's the part that gets you. And that's the, that's the same part that's actually going to stump you because it's going to make you feel like that's their true self. 
when in reality it's not. That's not their true self. They did all of this. They put all of that work, all of that false effort to ultimately get some type of control over you. They pride themselves off of the fact that there's somebody out there feeding after them. They love that type of that type of attention. But at the same time, they put this this whole facade of pretending of trying to pursue a relationship with you when in all reality, their fear is intimacy. Like the truth behind the fear is narcissists often have a deep-seated fear of this intimacy. So the intimacy of a relationship also takes a window that has to, like it takes a door having to open to vulnerability. Narcissists don't know how to be vulnerable. Like, because they crave attention, they crave admiration from others, they are actually terrified of being vulnerable and exposed. And oftentimes they'll go to great lengths just to avoid any kind of emotional connection. And as a result of this, they push people away and act out of ho- or act in a hostile manner to keep them at a distance. And something I've learned in my personal experience, the type of man that I was dealing with was one of those people that he, he kind of did both. Like he not only pushed me away, but he acted so hostile in a manner that I completely, he literally fell off the face of the earth. So it's like he did me a favor, but it's like that pushback made me like want to gain like want to get closer you ever had that feeling where it's like why are they pushing me away when i just want to get close to them like it's safe all of these thoughts that i've had in my my own head i tried to project onto him and he just was not receiving it because obviously he did not feel the same way because they they lack the they lack the emotional need of intimacy they don't know how to be intimate because being intimate with someone that you have no choice but to be vulnerable. You have to you have to open up yourself in some type of some type of manner to be vulnerable with the person that you're being intimate with. And because narcissists don't know how to be intimate, therefore they cannot they cannot give you the emotional availability that you need. They are not emotionally available for you. So because they're emotionally closed off themselves. Like an- another thing that like the truth about these specific narcissists is their inability to accept responsibility. So obviously they are experts at deflecting blame and obviously shifting responsibility onto others. And oftentimes they'll deny responsibility for their own actions. So they blame others for their mistakes or deflect criticism onto someone else. And this is because they want to maintain their image and they are unwilling to admit that they are flawed or wrong. And sometimes well, not even sometimes, oftentimes, narcissists are just unable to take responsibility for their own emotions. Like they believe that everything is someone else's fault. And this is this makes it difficult for them to learn from their mistakes and form meaningful relationships. So because they lack the the they they are unable to accept responsibility, they are never gonna know like they they're not they're never going to be they're never going to come face to face with with their wrongs because if a person doesn't believe that they're wrong they're going to continue to do it they're not going to they're not going to halt themselves and be like actually this is actually wrong like their moral compass is completely fucking off like they have no type of moral compass towards you and because of this now you're thinking to yourself that you're responsible for how they're acting and they're manipulating you into believing that the way the reason why they're acting this way is because of you like, you're too pushy, you're too clingy, this is why I'm distant, this is why I'm cold, this is why I don't really interact with you as much. Like, you see what I'm saying? And I always ref- always refer back to my own personal life, because this is the shit that I dealt with. This is exactly the shit. It was such a push, push and tug type of relationship 
that I felt like I had to completely manipulate myself into being this person that would be appealing to him. In reality, nothing was ever good enough. I could, I literally could have gave him the entire world on a fucking platter and it wouldn't matter. But the only thing that did matter was the fact that I was boosting his ego. I was fiending after him. I was doing things for him. Instead of me just taking what the fuck it was, I I took the blame for everything, for why our relationship fell apart, for why things did not work out the way I wanted them to. When in reality, the whole blame that was needed to be pointed out was him. Because listen, I, I I can I can tell you when I'm wrong. I'm very I'm very self-aware to be able to tell myself when I fucked up or I did something wrong. But narcissists are not capable of doing this. They don't have that that morality within them to be able to like, damn, I fucked up. Like this is not right. They don't fucking care to begin with. They don't give a shit. Because if they don't if they don't think that they're wrong, they're never gonna think that they're wrong. So and this is and this kind of bounces back to another truth about these narcissists is their need for admiration and attention because they crave admiration and they crave attention from others and they will go to so many great lengths just to get it because they need to be seen as the best or the most important or the most talented like they often put on a show of just being confident and charming and they may even be they even may brag about their own accomplishments just to get the admiration they crave and it's like they will manipulate others into providing them with the admiration and attention that they crave. Lord, Holy Ghost, please be with me. Because I'm just, like like I said, me reading this and me talking about this, it just makes me realize, holy shit, like I'm reading more into what the truth is behind these specific narcissists. And it makes me realize that I've just dealt with one. And, and the sad part of it is, is that these bonds that you have with narcissists can last for years. And you're over here thinking that this is love, that, you know, you'll be able to break their shell. You'll be able to get to the the true root, the true root of themselves. And you'll be able to love them past all that ugliness and be able to really crack in deep with what's actually bothering them and what's actually triggered them or, you know, helping them cure and heal their inner child. But in reality, narcissists don't give a shit about their inner child they're insecure they don't have high self-esteem to be self-aware enough to even humble themselves based off of their actions to actually take some type of responsibility for their actions on others they don't have this they are unable to do this and i always wondered i'm like okay can nar- is narcissism like is that something that could be diagnosed or is this just a characteristic trait sometimes narcissists come from other narcissists sometimes this is a defense mechanism so that way narcissists don't get hurt or like nine, nine, like nine times out of ten, narcissists are just narcissists because they believe that they're <clears throat> they're entitled to something higher. Like everybody's beneath them. Like no, nobody else's feelings matter. Only their feelings matter. And whatever matters to them is what matter is what should matter to everybody else. That's how they view things. So, like I said, they have this sense of entitlement because the reason why they feel entitled to so many things is because they feel like they're special, like they deserve special treatment. And they believe that they deserve so much more than others. And this sense of entitlement often leads them to take advantage of people. And they feel that they're justified in doing so. Like they may, they also expect people to give them this high, high priority pedestal treatment. And to be in these same people to be willing to do things for them that they wouldn't even do for anybody else. Isn't that crazy? Like this person that you're dealing with, they want you to go above and beyond for them. They want you to fucking cross oceans for them, but they would not even consider jumping over a freaking puddle for you. 
How crazy is that shit? But let's go, let, let's get a little bit deeper. Like the, like the actual, how they view themselves. So narcissists have an inflated view of themselves and their abilities. So because they have, like, they're just so inflated, like that view of themselves is just so inflated within their within themselves and also they carry so many insecurities. They see themselves as better than others and and they are gonna, um, what's it called? They're gonna exaggerate the sense of their own importance because they feel so below within themselves. Like, no, you notice how people who don't feel at their highest, they'll try and front and, and fake confidence so that way people, if they see them on the on the exterior side, they're like, oh, that person's carrying so much confidence, so much strength. They must be a strong person when in reality they're faking it the entire time. They're they're completely lying to the world and and in, in a way, sometimes these narcissists can also be pathological liars, at, like themselves like they're believing their own lies they're believing what they put out the world that that's who they are that that this is what it is like there's no uh, there's no underlining insecurity that compl- like that makes them who they are and sometimes they they're even like they are what, what the hell is the word oh my god it was just in my head ah! i'm trying to think you know what it'll come back to me so on to the next truth so their true motivations like what motivates a narcissist to do what they do and i'll tell you right now they're driven by a strong need for power control and dominance because they may act in ways that sound that seem selfless but there's usually an ulterior motive like such as trying to manipulate or exert power over others in order to get what they want because they are off. They, they're driven by a need to be the center of attention. They have to be admired, right? So, what are they going to do? They're going to try and maneuver their ways into power to control the situation and con- be the controller of the narrative. And they're motivated. They're motivated by the need to maintain their sense of superiority, like to to prove that they are better than everybody else. Like that being in a room with them is a blessing. And oftentimes, narcissists will never fail to make you feel like being in their presence. Like, it, it's such a grand honor to be in. Like, you should be kissing the floor I walk on that I'm even gracing you with my presence. So, they'll demean you. They, they'll they make you feel like you're supposed to be giving them this special treatment. You're supposed to love them and, you know, give them your trust and just follow what they say and not and have no questions towards it because what they say goes. It's their way or the, or the highway. And as struggling as this comes to be, especially for me having to learn about this myself within my own situation, it's such a slap in the face and such a hard pill to swallow. Because I'm over here thinking to myself like, wow, I really thought this was love. I really thought that there was something about me that was different, that that's the reason why he just, he, he stuck so much to me. He kept thinking about me. He would message me often. He would reach out like here and there but all in reality he wasn't doing that just because he thought about me or he missed me or he even loved me or cared about me he did this because he wanted to see if he still had access he still wanted to see if if my low self-esteem and my lack of boundaries would completely invite him in with open arms and if you're this type of person i'm here to tell you right now you need to start being more firm and more disciplined with the boundaries that you're setting because if you show people that you are firm on your boundaries it you are less likely to get manipulated because people that see this that are manipulators are not going to try you because you're not the one to be tried with. <laughs> and their manipulative tactics are they, you know, 
they use their charm, their flattery, and other forms of emotional manipulation to get what they want. Like, half the time, they will just completely, like, they'll have this spell over you. Like, they'll make you feel like you're special to them, that you you have this this special place in their heart and you know there's there's no one else but you love bombing at its finest like a narcissist oftentimes like to like to love bomb their like the people that they're with because they want to they, it's like they breadcrumb like they want to be able to lean back on like oh you remember that time like trying to act selfless and be like oh remember that time you know i did this for you and i was there for you during this and nobody else was like that's their way of using their own tactics like they're like they their motive to only to be to perform that selfless act so that way they can have something to argue with that so that way they have some type of counter argument to have when you're sitting there trying to express your feelings about how you feel to them but remember nine times out of ten they don't give a shit about your feelings they don't care they just want to control you they just want they just want you to be their little puppet and the tactics always will include lying, manipulating, gaslighting, and sometimes even physical abuse. Because if, the, if physical abuse makes someone feel like they're dominant, like like I've run shit, then you're not gonna you're not gonna disobey me. You're not gonna disrespect me because you know what what the cost of that is. And their constant need of validation and approval. Because despite of their outward show of cons of confidence, narcissists are very insecure. Like they need constant validation and approval. Like they may, they 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 can pretend to be confident, but deep down they crave it. They crave recognition so much. Like they crave the praise from those around them, and they rely on others to tell them that they are special, that they're important, that they're better than everybody else. But without this validation, they feel insecure. They feel inadequate, and they will never do. And, and no, and they will do whatever it takes just to get the validation and approval. Because even in like, and they'll do this so they'll go so as far, it like they'll go such a far length, even if it means just manipulating or taking advantage of others. And another thing too is their fear of abandonment. Like sometimes, like well, like I said, I can't even sit there and say sometimes, but you know, I can't also put every narcissist in the same bowl. Everybody's different. Everybody has their own tics, but often they have underlying fear of abandonment that they try to conceal because they are afraid of being vulnerable and they put up these walls to protect themselves from being from the potential be, of being abandoned and sometimes what like and this is why i feel like narcissism is born it's not it, it's not something it, it's it's nurtured it's not natural like narcissists are not are not born that way. It's nurtured into becoming that way. Like I don't know if you guys ever read, I read this in my like in my college. It was, it was my college English class, but the theme of our class was: Can are monsters created? You know, are they born that way or are they nurtured into that like into that nature? So because of because of their past, their childhood, whether they were abandoned, whether they had a really, really bad relationship in the past and that person abandoned them, most of the time I will say it does kind of, it leans towards the relationship with their parents, with their family and how they treated them because, you know, their childhood experiences of rejection and abandonment can cause this fear to be so strong. And this is what makes them act out in ways that are, manipul uh, that are manipulative and controlling and sometimes even abusive because 
they feel in their mind that if they can manipulate a situation, they can control something that they have the upper hand. They have some type of control and they're not left out in the cold. Like there's no, there's not, there's like, they're, it's like they pretend that they're God. Like they have control over the whole situation. Like there's nothing that's going to come left, left field that's going to take them by surprise. And this is why narcissists completely go after people or they manipulate people who have the most past his trauma past history trauma that have not that they themselves have not healed from because they know that if you have not healed you don't set boundaries you have that lack of self-esteem that is the easiest person to manipulate that's the easiest person to gaslight because especially people pleasers believe me narcissists love themselves a people pleaser <laughs> i would know <laughs> and so another thing too is they're in a, they're in a, they're unable to apologize. They always have some type of difficulty apologizing. And it just makes them feel like admitting that something was their fault or taking responsibility is just a sign of weakness. So instead, they deflect blame or just try to justify their actions in order to avoid taking responsibility. Like how like how insane is that? And what's wild to me, like just bringing that up, that, um, I don't know if you guys watched the, not the last episode, but the one before that one. I had said how crypto, how he apologized. And, you know, reading this apology, I'm just sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, you know, we've had this conversation before. We've went back and forth at the beginning of the year, at the middle of the year, and back to now. Like you're about to deploy to another to another country and you want to get this out of your mind because you don't want to deal with it because you you just want to forget about it. Not once was it about me. It wasn't about me, genuinely. I, I'm reading it. Um, and I'm just thinking to myself, this has nothing to do with me. Like the fact that you can sit there and tell me, I don't even know why I need to get this off my chest, or I don't even know why I need to say this just goes to show you're actually not genuinely apologizing for me. You're being selfish and you just want to apologize. So that way you're off the hook and that you don't feel guilty about your own actions. So you genuinely didn't even really apologize to me. You just did it for yourself. So when you get this type of apology, just remember, they're not actually doing it for you because they, they feel bad about what they've done. They're doing it for them so that way they don't have to deal with the guilt. Like, forgiveness is one thing, but trying to apologize for your actions and truly want seeking forgiveness is another. Like, I'm sorry. Like, that that was the most... And on top of that, it was through a text message. Like, I went through enough shit with you, bro. The least I deserve is a fucking phone call. Like, you have my information. You can easily... There were so many different... Like, I blocked him off everything now because, honestly, I really don't need that energy in my life anymore. Like, you've, he's done enough damage. He's done enough. I've said enough. I've confessed enough. I've been nothing but truthful and honest, and that still got me nowhere. It still wasn't enough. So I'm like, you know what? I will remove myself from the picture then. At this point, if, if you feel like what you're doing is not enough, then walk away altogether. Walk away altogether. And that's what I did. So... But no, before that, he had every single platform possible. Could have been like, hey, can I give you a call real quick? Could have given me the correct type of apology, but still made the apology about himself, ultimately. And then kind of, in, in a way, blame me at the same time. Like, justifying it, in a way. And then also to 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 kind of back, to counter-argue the, the justification for why he did what he did. Him saying, there's no excuse for what, what happened. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, so they're also 
their self-absorption. So narcissists are so wrapped up in themselves. Like, it can be hard for them to just see the world from, from anyone else's point of view. Like, they tend to be single-minded and self-focused and focus solely on their own wants, needs, and desires. And they'll often just take advantage of people in situations in order to get what they want without considering the consequences or effect on others. And in correlation to that, their lack of empathy. They lack empathy. And this is the, this is the, this is the ability to understand and care the feelings of others. They cannot put themselves in someone else's shoes and truly understand how another person is feeling because they lack this empathy. And lacking this empathy makes them unable to form meaningful relationships or connections. And they're not able to recognize and respond to, to the emotions around them. And last but not least, their reaction to criticism. Listen, I full-blown, I... Like I said, I'm coming to this realization myself, but it's getting to the point where, you know what, I can't hold this person in my head. You're not going to live rent free. I have so many things in my life to do and focus on and the type of person that I am and the type of love and care that I have to offer, you're not deserving of it. And there's a reason why God himself removed you and why he put it in my heart to remove you at the same time and just completely just ultimately be done. But the criticism part, something I should have known within the first drafts of me getting to know him was the second I called out I called him out on something that he would do and what he would do often was every time I tried to do something good for him every time I tried to go out of my way to show my kindness to show how genuine um genuine I was to show how good my intentions were he would always uppercut it with some negative shit he would always like he it's like it was hard for him to accept the good and after I called him out he completely ended things with me like, he did not like that. He did not like that I called him out on his shit. And narcissists have a hard time accepting and processing criticism because they tend to be overly sensitive to criticism. And his in his defense, he acted. Like, he acted very quick. And he cut me off very fast. And to them, it's just, it's just a sign of disrespect or an attack. And they lash out and become angry or they just become passive aggressive and just try to undermine the person who criticized them. And this can make it difficult for them to accept and learn from criticism because ultimately, without you being able to accept and learn this type of criticism, this can be detrimental to their personal and professional relationships. So take it from me, going through my own little process, going through my own little revelation myself of the situation I was just in and just kind of walking away and understanding the truth behind narcissists and why they do what they do and why you tend to have some type of bond and why you feel like you're bonded to them or you have some type of laurel to them. Just remember this person is pretending. It's not real. It's not real to them. It's the only person that's going to get hurt the most is you. And if you don't walk away, you're going to see yourself years down the road still wondering, still having the what ifs in your mind and still thinking, oh, maybe if this was different or if this happened, or maybe if I didn't do this, then this wouldn't happen. I kid y'all not. I look back at all my, my past files. I don't regret a single thing. I don't regret any of the love that I've given him. I don't regret any of the care, the kind words, the prayers, everything. I under Everything under the sun that I could have done right, I did for him and I would never regret it. But at the same time, this time around, I'm choosing myself and you should choose yourself too if you're in the same predicament because it's not worth it. 
It really isn't. The person that's meant to be with you is going to show the fuck up. They're not going to manipulate you. They're going to be intimate with you. They're not going to be afraid to to show their emotions and show the, that vulnerability with you and also be responsive to your emotions and not make you feel like, you know, there's something wrong with you or gaslight you or manipulate you in any type of shape or form. That's not what love is. That's not how, that's not how you're going to grow. And the biggest thing of growing from this type of narcissistic treatment is discipline setting those boundaries for yourself making sure it doesn't happen to you again and knowing knowing the signs and knowing the truth behind every single narcissistic person that you're going to come across because believe me as much as you want to have those what ifs and that fantasy in your mind of what they potentially could be or what they tried to monetize about themselves in the beginning it's a lie it's a lie and i'm just coming out to the realization that everything that i could have possibly built with that man it was all a lie Everything I, I fantasized about, it was, or I imagined him to be, it was a lie. And I genuinely hope nothing but good things for him. I truly hope that God heals him and heals his heart and turns him away from those type of characteristic traits because he's he's going to find himself in a very low, hurt place. Because the same way he couldn't find himself at his hometown, the same way he took himself all the way here to be in the Air Force, and now he's about to travel all the way to like across the country just to figure himself out. Like only God can figure that out for you. Only God can put that in your heart to give you that type of peace and just that settlement. So that way you're not having to trying to seek different places to figure out who you are. Don't do that. Take the time to figure yourself out in a manner that you don't have to travel across the country or you know have to isolate yourself. Because sometimes isolation is good, but at the same time, it's still it's still pivotal to make it known that I am the change I want to be in this world. And if I can't change myself, it doesn't matter where the hell I go. So I hope you guys appreciate I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Hope it opened up somebody's eyes today. And if you have some type of trauma bond with the narcissist, I hope this truly pushed you to that block button. All right, y'all. I love you so much. I will see you guys back here on the next episode. Thank you guys so much for joining in on the Mind is the Matter podcast. I hope this episode, along with every episode, is bringing you closer to your inner peace and supports you along your healing journey. If you're loving the vibe this podcast is bringing to you and want to stay up to date with upcoming episodes, please hit that follow button and leave a review so it can help me reach other potential listeners who are eager to get to the root of their true selves. Also, my DMs are open for questions at the Mind is a Matter pod, so go ahead and give that a follow as well to receive daily motivational quotes and updates on upcoming episodes. Continue to be patient with yourself along this journey, and I will see you back here on the next episode.